Sheesh! Oh my goodness. Oh my waves have battered South Africa's coastal towns. We find out more from Gerard Otto, the head of the Disaster Management Centre of the Garden Route. Welcome, Gerard. Thank you. Good afternoon. Can you give us an update of the damage caused the past weekend? Yes, it was an hectic damage, a hectic weekend this weekend, um, specifically on Saturday when storm surge uh, affected our whole coastal area from Witsant right through to uh, as far as Peterburg Bay we were really hammered. Uh, this storm surge was predicted. It was actually in first, we actually got a, in South Africa weather service indicated to us that we would get um, high waves uh, Wednesday already. And then on Friday, we right, up that to a official storm surge. I must say it's been the highest that the water has come in the last 20 years. The last event of this nature was in September 2008. And uh, it didn't come as high as this time. So, a lot of infrastructure was damaged. A lot of homes was damaged on the coast. Uh, the municipalities in this district, and I'm referring to Hesekwa, Mossel Bay, George, as well as Naisna and Plit, that's on our coastal area for the garden, are all working and trying to keep the beaches safe and open as soon as possible. Uh, they're busy with repairs to critical infrastructure, transformers, etc. Our roads teams yesterday were working on some of the roads in the coastal areas that needed to be graded so that we can, we can again get access to those areas. So the work is in progress and the assessments for what the damage is on the ground is, is still being done. What factors combine to cause such a perfect storm? It's when you've got this exceptional high tide and you've got a storm on the sea with the wind driving those tides much higher than it normally comes. Uh, and that's when you get this type of damages. Actually, about three years ago, four years ago, we worked on specifically combining the data from various departments to create a storm surge early warning. Uh, in the past, we didn't get that. It's something new that the weather office is providing to us now to give us an update of when we can expect this type of perfect storms and so to be ready. And what we find is people sometimes don't, um, they don't realize how dangerous it is to go and, as a spectator value, visit these areas. And that's why we also lost a lady, an Aaron lady, um, over the weekend that was washed from the rocks. People don't realize that the, the waves come when it, it normally don't come. So when you think it's safe to be on the rocks, the next moment it's not safe and you can be washed off, off those areas. Do you know which municipality was worsted? Difficult to say. I would say Issaquah on the coastal areas was very bad. I'm specifically referring to Sleersby, it is on Gouders Moor. And then Adults Bay, really, they got a lot of damages on that specific section there. And I think as we do our assessments, we will find areas that's not as densely populated where we've lost complete dunes. Um, I saw photos of Tintana, areas in Tintana that there's a lot of coastal erosion. So maybe not houses, but our environment got it. Now, uh, do you feel that people didn't heed 
the early warning? I think to some extent, the warning was a yellow level four. And I spoke to my colleagues at the weather office to say, maybe it should have been an orange level five or six. Because it really, the impact was much, much worse than we expected it to be. And sometimes people, uh, they don't realize that this storm, storm surge warnings is specifically for storm surges. It's not normal IC. It's a storm surge and you need to meet the warning. And yes, I do believe people thought, oh, for spectator then we can go down to the beach. Do you want to see this? We haven't seen this happen before. And it, it causes a lot of problems for the emergency workers. People don't um, stay behind the barrier tape that we put up in places. It makes it difficult. And uh, um, I would, my call for the public is to please listen to the emergency services. They do what they do because of a reason. And we know where it's safe for you to go. Because if you looked at the footage uh, of restaurants uh, being hit by what looked like mini tsunamis, they obviously didn't think that was going to happen because people were sitting there just enjoying themselves when wave after wave hit them. So would you advise people, uh, especially businesses, on the beach or close to the beach to heed these warnings and actually close their premises in future uh, when there's an alert like this? I fully agree. Um, and I think uh, people realize now that with climate change and, and what we are experiencing, the the normal is not the normal anymore. So um, every time this this line gets moved higher and higher up, and just remember, the areas above the high water mark, I, I, we call it as softer areas, because the water never reached that area. Now suddenly, with a storm surge, the water will reach those And those areas is not protected, it's not hardened surfaces. So that area gets affected much worse. So yes, in future, I'm actually requesting an assessment of my coastal area to identify these hotspot areas and to try and put this people's names on a WhatsApp group, for instance, so that we can specifically warn them that your area will be affected next summer. So that houses can be evacuated, businesses can yeah, be closed. Move your vehicle out of the, <laughs> the, the garage, mate, or, or just move the furniture to higher areas in the house because... We also know that if we're going to get a shit like this, at some point the insurance is going to say, listen, but I can't pay you every time. You must do something from your side as well. And uh, if you knew that it was going to happen, why didn't you move your car? And then also looking at parking areas at the coastal uh, uh, beachfront areas, if those parking areas is still uh, in a safe place, um, as we saw what happened in Bjornsfontein, uh, where vehicles was washed off the parking area, people were on a hike, and then the vehicles were left exposed. So that, that's something that we have to go back and look at. Yeah, at Bikini, Bikini Beach in Gordon's Bay, the sea crossed the road. Um, um, I, we just saw cars floating. I don't think I anybody I don't think anybody expected their cars to go floating uh, past Bikini Beach. So it's, we've had a very bad winter. Um, it seems like it's it's not stopped raining. The wind hasn't stopped blowing. Are you saying this is climate change worsening uh, our winters? Is my, my personal opinion, I think this summer we're in for a hot, dry summer after a very cold and wet winter. But for my district, that only sees one thing, fires. So we have to prepare for after the winter. We've had a lot of growth, a lot of a lot of grass, etc. Grew in areas we've never grew. So with the coming dry season, we're in for a busy fire season. Is the current storm surge over now, or should people still be careful? The storm surge, as predicted by the weather office, is passed. 
moved up along the coast on the inside past us. Uh, and there's nothing on the cards for the next week at least. Um, I can't say it's past forever, but um, when I looked at my, my history, the data in it, uh, the last one was also in September 2008, so it seems, seems like September is the month we must watch out for freak storms coming through. Um, I, don't, I won't say it's past for the season. We can get similar events in this month, so we will advise people again, and hopefully this time they will listen to our warning. Do you know of any other dates linked uh, to to the storms, or was that not was it just today? Not in my district. It's only a lady that that I know that died, and uh, there was somebody else injured, but not no fatalities linked to the storm. Okay, so your advice to people will be to heed the warnings in future uh, to ensure that they don't lose out on insurance um, by taking by taking a chance. Yes, that. And also for us, from a municipality and local government perspective, it's back to the drawing board to say, but listen, what can we do better? How can we protect people better? How can we harden these surfaces? What do we need to do in mitigating, uh, specifically, we call it disaster risk reduction. How can we reduce the risk in, in these coastal areas? Sometimes it's difficult. People is now there. They are in arms. Why you can only evacuate? But new developments that we look at what is the setback line? Where should we develop uh, so that we don't allow development in areas which scale to inevitably in the part of the sea going forward? Just lastly, how long do you think uh, uh, the mop-up operations will, will take? Well, the critical infrastructure in most of the areas that will be very fast. The municipalities try to get those areas up and running again within the first 24 hours. But the, the longer-term operations is where you've got uh, municipal infrastructure utilities that washed away on the coast, that can take a while. Some of them might not be, might not be handled. Um, they are just not placed in the right area. So with previous storm surge, we decided some of the, the bathrooms, etc., that got washed away. We had to just move them. Just, that's all we could do, move them to higher ground. So this can take the next six months to maybe get well, thank you. That was Harald Otto, the head of disaster, the Disaster Management Center of the Garden Route, giving BizNews an update on the storm surge of the past weekend that caused havoc. Thank you very much, Harald. Thank you, Chris.